So to begin, I do want to start with a content warning in all seriousness. This is a content warning for this episode because I will mention abuse in this episode. This is a content warning for the topic of sexual abuse and know that going forward. Okay, this episode is about The Ring, released in 2002, based on the Japanese film Ringu. So, um, <laughs> pretty scary movie. And I was in college when The Ring came into theaters. I don't know if you saw it. I, I actually didn't even see the whole thing. I don't know that I've even seen the whole thing start to end. But what happened was, when it was released, I said no thanks to seeing it with my then boyfriend, <laughs> who ended up, we were dating then, we ended up getting married, and we were together for like 20 years, but we divorced, but we are friends. <laughs> he is a uh, outstanding 10 out of 10 co-parent. Really good dude. His name's Chad. So Chad saw it. And I did not want to see it. We were dating at the time. I did not go see it with him. But he told me a little bit about it. And I remember having the worst nightmare of my entire life. <laughs> Just hearing about it. Had the worst nightmare of my whole life. Which points to, in retrospect, there being something very deep in my subconscious that was absolutely horrifying to me. I can't even tell you exactly when I did see the whole thing if I did, but I remember seeing a bunch of it because it stayed with me. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately there just has always been something about a deep, dark well and being trapped inside of a deep, dark well that has resonated very deeply with me. And when I finally came face to face with the reality that I was sexually abused as a very young child, it did feel like the experience of being a child put inside the bottom of a deep, dark well. And it's a huge reason why the ring resonated with me. And it's hard to put into words how every part of me did not want that to be true that I was abused as a little kid, but I was. And finally facing the horrifying truth of that was the experience of being able to see suddenly at the bottom of a well and see where I was and see a way out. And I do feel like I exited the well, the deep dark well, like... My inner child doesn't live down there anymore, you know? But I can still feel that. I, you know, even still there's a part of my brain that wants to continue to protect me and tell me that that's not real. It is real. I know it's real. And I've accepted that. And I'm okay now. I'm not in danger. There is no imminent threat anymore. So the quote for today's episode is from our old friend Carl, our guy Carl Jung. Uh, he said, People will do anything, no matter how absurd, in order to avoid facing their own souls. 
one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. And I definitely feel like uh, that's what I did. I made the darkness conscious by being willing to go down inside the deep, dark well of my mind, which is to say a water well is a symbol for my mind, is a symbol for my subconscious. And being willing to go deep down inside of that well, to travel down into my consciousness and come face to face with the darkness that is down there and make it conscious is how I have felt better <laughs> and it's not a one-time thing but becoming conscious of abuse was the feeling of being like the child in the movie the ring and it did take and still takes a lot of bravery <laughs> to descend down the well who's in there <laughs> let's go down and see oh wow there's quite a bit in there in my subconscious a note about my trans identity in the context of a well representing my psyche. Trauma does not make someone trans. Please, just, we could say so much about that, because there's a long history of pathologizing people with gender expansive identities or any queer person. It's, you're not queer because you've been traumatized. That is not how it works. That is wholly untrue. In order for me to discover my transgender identity, I did have to go down pretty deep inside of the well of my mind. Like I had to travel inside of my consciousness, down inside of my mind, in my subconscious, to be able to find my trans identity. And like even deeper down in the well is the abuse that I found. Does that make sense? As a metaphor, if you imagine like a water well, a deep well, imagine that I was willing to travel down inside of the well, the well being my psyche, and find the truth of myself, which is I found my trans identity down there, like a gemstone in the wall of the well. Pretty deep down there, I found that. This beautiful glowing gemstone that's mine, that's me, my trans identity. And even deeper down, I found the truth of my abuse as a child. So see, they don't cause each other, but they are both down inside of one's mind, one's subconscious, at least for me. That's how it worked for me. And so you can see perhaps that it has taken quite a bit of courage and willingness to go down in that well and to come face to face with the reality of those things. So to be clear regarding this symbol of the well and my own trans identity and trauma, trauma does not cause trans identities. They do not cause each other. You might just find a bunch of things if you go look and find what's true. See, I didn't choose to be transgender, but I did choose to be open to the truth about myself. So again, it's like this. Down inside the well, my psyche, 
there's this big gemstone, and that's my trans identity, okay? And there it is. I don't have any control over that just that gemstone existing right there, but I do have control over the choice to descend down inside of the well and find it. So that's what I've done. Similarly, I don't have any control over the reality that I was abused, but I do have control to go down inside of the well and find that truth deep inside of my mind. I hope that metaphor makes sense. And the, the most important thing is that you understand that my trans identity and anyone's queer identity is not a result of trauma. There's just a lot of stuff inside of our psyches that are true about us. And so what we have a choice over is encountering those things. And hey, if you don't ever encounter those things, I'm not judging you. I'm not even telling you to go down inside your psyche. I'm telling you what I did. Everyone has different mental, emotional, physical, spiritual resources available to them that are not even in their control, like how many resources on all levels they have. And it takes resources to go down into that freaking well to go into one's psyche or travel down into some into your own subconscious takes a lot of energy. <laughs> so no judgment if you don't go down there. I'm just telling you what I did. And I had to go down there in order to free myself. That's the bottom line. So I'm at the top of the well now. I'm out in the sunshine. But yeah, I definitely had to, uh, I had to encounter and make conscious the darkness that was down inside of the uh, deep well of my mind. And it's kind of it's kind of a lot. So 10 minutes will be a 10 minutes will be a wrap. <laughs> okay, just I love you. You're loved. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.